This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. So game two, Domingo Herman, bro. I just, I, I'm, I'm a pleasant surprise. I'm, I'm more than yeah. content with what I've seen out of Domingo Herman after the sticky stuff, before the sticky stuff. Yeah. Uh, the guy is a guy that has gone through uh, suspensions and fans hating him and trying to figure it out and figure out who he is and where he belongs. He belongs as a starting pitcher on this team because he's pretty solid. And he's got some stuff. And at this major league level, we've seen him be an ace. And I've been waiting since 2019 for him to kind of return. He's a stabilizing force. And the Bronx Bombers showed up on Saturday night. You get home runs. Glaber hits one out. Willie Calhoun hits one out. After not starting game one on Friday, these guys come back and they see it well. And that's all the Yankees would need to win that game. Um, A bounce back game. Uh, to even the series and then get ready for the rubber match. Any thoughts from the second game? Um, who yeah, pitched for the Red Sox? For, for me, yeah, for me, it's Herman. Tanner Hawk. Uh, yeah, Tanner Hawk. Uh, for me, it's Herman. The story of the game is Herman. I know Calhoun hits a big home run. Uh, they win a, a low-scoring game again. But for me, Herman's having a hell of a year. I mean, there's no other way to put it. We can we can dislike him all, all we want, and I understand why, and the sticky stuff, and obviously what, what happened a couple of years ago. But Herman has been excellent for this team. He's had a couple of, uh, you know, one or two bad games. Obviously, he left him in the lurch when he got caught uh, with the stuff on his glove and on his hand. But, I mean, if you look at it, when he's locating his fastball, right now he's as good a pitcher as they have. And that's that's with Cole. I mean, he can get swing and misses as much as anyone on the staff. He has been terrific for them. I mean, he wins the the first game without Judge in in in, uh, in L.A. He comes back again with another big time start here against the Red Sox. He has been really good, and I don't care. Like you said, Rodon, Severino, Cortez. I don't care who's healthy. I don't care who's in this rotation. Herman's earned a spot in it. That's 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 it. Clark Schmidt's done a nice job too recently, but for me, watching this game and looking at the course of the season, Herman's been a big piece to this team. He's won a bunch of games for them, and he's you know they're two wins without Judge. I mean, I guess they have one against Chicago. They've they played seven games without Judge. They're three and four. Two of those three wins have been Herman, and he's been the main reason for them. So I think that's the storyline out of this game for me is Herman wins again. He's been he's been really good for them. Stabilizing force, and that's what you yeah. want when a guy takes the ball. I mean, uh, on other story, and not even story, but story, but other nod I want to give is to guys like. Higgy and IKF just doing the little yeah. things, getting on, heads up base running. Like, yeah. you know, that's what you need in between. Guys have to be locked in. You know, Boone said it's going to take everyone. And yeah. what I got from that, it's like everybody approaching their plate appearances, their time on base, and every play in the outfield thinking about it because it's going to be that close. We're not going to be able to get by because Judge is just so dominant. 
Like yeah. Judge affects so much. He affects yeah. he affects so much in the game. And I don't have to tell anybody that's listening to this. You guys all know. But the Yankees take the second game. And mm-hmm. uh t- during that second game that night, we hear that John Sterling wore a pitch. Uh yeah. not a pitch, a foul ball. Foul so ball. Justin Turner takes the pitch backwards into the Delta Lounge. It bounces, and uh, John Sterling's, ow, ow, it really hit me. I didn't think it was coming this far back. And I'm just like, no way. No way did that happen. I was talking to uh, Rosie. I was talking to a couple people from WFAM behind the scenes, and, uh, you know, I knew that they had the Sterling cam on, and they waited, I guess, to, like, make sure John was okay and make sure it was okay if they released it and – once they yeah. did, that video uh, traveled yeah. around. But the first thought I said was, where's the Susan Waldman cam? I want to see yeah. Susan's reaction because <laughs> people always talk about, oh, John is, John's not right. tracking the ball well anymore. He's getting old. Uh, you know, John needs to hang it up. Nah, this guy wore one and didn't yeah. miss a pitch. So, yeah. like, even even the baseball guys can't take him out. No. Nope. And I would love to have seen Susan Waldman's reaction um, yeah. In the booth up well, there with John. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know if she. It was the ninth inning, right? So I don't know if she was in the booth. Sometimes she's on the field. She uh, might have been already the, down to get her star of the game. Yeah, I think she I would have loved was, to yeah. see anybody's <laughs> reaction because John, you, you see him tracking the ball. Yeah, I, and bounced. then he gives up on it. Yeah, <laughs> it bounced, and, and I don't think he thought it was going to get to him. No, he did. He definitely did not. And then the owls are just. It's now that he's okay, we can kind of chuckle at it. I mean, very funny. He's ow. Ow! The, the couple of hours, like he's, I, you could tell that because if you ever been in something like that where the unexpected, like he didn't know how to react because it just totally caught him off guard, and it was just, and then yeah, with the band aid, the whole bit, uh, well, the rest, <laughs> the, the next night, uh, last night, so Judge John's went to tough. check John's on tough, him, man. There's nothing's gonna stop John. Nothing. Yeah, he said he told Judge, have, I'm not hitting, I'm not hitting the IO, I'm not joining you on the IO. <laughs> Weird things, but, yeah. man. Weird things that, happen in the Red Sox Yankees series. Yeah. So going into the next game, Yankees Twitter is worrying about John Sterling the night before, and then a couple hours before the rubber match, we hear Carlos Rodon hit Willie Calhoun in live BP. Tonight's leadoff hitter, a guy that just hit a homer the night before, who Yankee fans are starting to lift up now, and Rodon hasn't pitched. Yankee fans are looking at Rodon like. You're useless. You're taking our guys out. What did you think when you first heard that? I panicked. I'm like, why in the hell would you have Willie Calhoun standing in against a guy who's trying to get his control back? He's trying to get right. Right. I mean, I panicked a little bit, but then I really stopped and thought, and I thought, where are we where Willie Calhoun is indispensable? Like, that's (laughs) like, you're right. Like, it's like, oh, no, not Willie Calhoun. And it's like, we shouldn't be life or death with Willie Calhoun. It's so unbelievable where they are. But you're right. I mean, he's been one of their more reliable hitters here, you know, since he went on, uh, uh, since Boone went on Talking Yanks and said, uh, you know, Willie can bang. He's been really one of their better, more productive hitters, as sad as that is. And he's someone you can't mess with. So, yeah, when I first heard it, I was like, exactly what you said. My initial thought was, there is nobody else they could put in the box to face Rodon. I don't care who it is. Why do we have anyone who's playing that night right. in the box? Like anyone, not just, I don't care anyone. Why is anyone who's going to be on the field? There's got to be someone they can put in there just to, because like, I can't imagine, I can't imagine they're really trying to see if he can get Willie Calhoun out. Just put someone in the box. So it's, he's got a hitter in there. It's, it's, 
Thankfully, he was fine. But yes, my initial thought was, what the? I mean, nothing goes right. As far as injuries, at least, nothing goes right. So the idea that he got hit, I thought he was going to be, I thought for sure he was out of the game and that they were going to be calling up whoever else. We're going to see Floreal again. I, it's like, I really <laughs> thought that. I thought, oh, here comes uh, Esteban Floreal because Willie Calhoun's going to be out. I mean, he's a, he's a terrible right fielder. He's a, he's a left-handed yeah. DH, but besides that, I mean, he's, he's so important to them that you're messing around with Rodon. But hopefully, at least the news at it, at least you saw Rodon pitch. At least he's throwing a baseball somewhere. And he he's, he's, he's not on feeling his back way. pain. They say the he's on thing. his way. I, yeah, I really, one I more, one more uh, bullpen session, then he's going to get into rehab game. So hopefully a month. Hopefully by the end of June, his stock is down, at, bro. I'm, I'm oh, not. His stock is down. Yeah, I'm I not mean, thinking anything about him. Whatever he is, whatever he can yeah. be, cool. That's that's five years. I mean, we need. He's got to. He's got to make an impact on this season. He has to. He just has to. So yeah. I'm. I'm kind of excited about it. I'm a little more. Than, I'm expecting it. I'm. I'm not. I, I'm. You're probably right to have it in the mindset of just whatever we get, we get. They they desperate. He's the one major improvement they made on the team. Like he's the one. They did nothing else to change the team. I know they had to bring back Aaron Judge. It cost a pretty penny. They did one thing to improve this team from the team that got swept in the ALCS last year, and it's Carlos Rodon. And we haven't seen him, so I, I I I need him back. I have high expectations when he comes back too. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The other thought I had was, hey, good time for Stanton to trot out there in right yeah. field and give it a go if Willie can't go. But yeah. how do you feel about that, man? Uh, we're in a, a situation without Aaron Judge that I've likened to um, – what? How, how have I worded it? I'm like, the Yankees without Aaron Judge are like an NFL team without their starting quarterback. You're watching right. this offense and they can't move the ball. They can't yeah. get first downs. If they score a touchdown, you feel lucky. Like if they hit a home run, you feel lucky without yeah. Aaron Judge. So when I see this team, I'm like, who is supposed to rise? Who is supposed to step up? I was going to give Glaber Torres that nod until Glaber folded last night in that. Yeah. We'll get to that. But Stanton, I'm like, Stanton is a guy that is supposed to come into the, like, hit home runs and, and get going. And he couldn't get going. He had the one bloop single on Friday. But I think they're still doing the kid glove stuff with him. Yeah, at, they are. Because this guy's always hurt. Yeah, that's just that's the fact of the matter. But to me, I mean, I think it's the overarching theme of the whole series, to be honest with you. And even going back to the White Sox series, guys need to step up. And I'm looking at Giancarlo Stanton and I'm looking at Anthony Rizzo. I understand he got his neck banged up against the Padres. He has not got a hit since Aaron Judge has gone down. That's unacceptable. Yeah. There are times I, I listen, I get it. And Boone in the press conference is saying, hey, look, it's just, you know, he's going through a funk, the inevitabilities of a season. I get that. It can't happen now. He was Rizzo going ha- good. He was, he was going, going good, good this year too, man. I know. It, but it can't. he cannot go hitless while Aaron Judge is down. Not if this team wants to win. So you say it feels lucky, and I agree with you. You know why it feels lucky? Because it's Willie Calhoun. It's Bowers. It's McKinney. It's IKF. It's Higashioka. Like, those are the guys who are coming through with the, the rare instances that we score some runs. Tre- those Trevino are the names that are doing it. Trevino off the base. Trevino off the base scores two <laughs> runs. Otherwise, we weren't scoring anything last night. 
That's why if Rizzo were hitting home runs, if Donaldson were coming through, if Giancarlo Stanton was ripping doubles in the gap, we might not feel like, oh, this is just lucky. But those guys who make a ton of money and are supposed to be, you know, if Aaron Judge were here right now, they'd score better and maybe they would have taken one of these two losses against the Red Sox. But they're not having a dynamic offense with Rizzo doing nothing. They're not having a good enough offense with Giancarlo doing nothing. Like these guys have to be there. And the minute he goes down, they have to realize that Rizzo, Stanton, they can't, this is, it's not fair. It's not, it's not realistic, I guess necessarily, but they have to step up. Rizzo cannot go hitless. And then he can't get picked off second base trying to get to third base with two outs and already in running scoring position with LeMahieu having a 2-0 count. Gotta lock in. That can't happen. Rizzo, I don't know what the hell he's thinking. That that bothered me more than the Torres thing, more than anything else. You cannot, with two outs, and I know LeMahieu's hitting 230, but you've got prolifically one of the better hitters on the team, contact the ball, uh, bat to ball skills, with a 2-0 count with two outs, and you cannot get lost on the base path. like, And you can't go over 30 and get lost on the base path. Rizzo is absolutely killing them right now. He's killing yeah. them. It's, well, we'll, it's, we'll, we'll close there, man. Um, lack, lackadaisical. You know, I was going to add Glaber Torres just when oh. you want to say he's stepping up. He's – He's being the star. He hit a home run Thursday. He hit another home run um, Saturday, and he's leading off. And, you know, just when you want to start praising that guy for leading the team, people are even giving him nods as the uh, AL second baseman in the All-Star game. You know, just as you want to start saying Glaber is doing what he's supposed to do, he has a lapse, and uh, that's the game. So the Yankees lose a series to the rival Red Sox. And it ain't good. They lose to the White Sox and the Red Sox. Those are not good teams. And no. talk about, like, <laughs> the Yankees were in people's power rankings coming out of L- L- L.A. as a top five team in baseball. Yeah. No, I mean, look, as angry as I am, and we are, and I, uh, you know, it's 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 a scary thought right now. They're heading into this Mets series. They're going to face two pitchers who are Hall of Famers but uh, struggling at the moment. I still would just – I'm trying to just take a step back and relax. It's been seven games without Judge. They're three and four. Uh, my expectations playing without him is 500, right? If they could just if figure out a way – great. If they can – if they can <laughs> that, I mean, and that it sucks to say that, and it's not where you want to be. But hopefully it's a month without Judge Max. They've already – they're already a week into that. If they could just figure out a way to still hover around that 10 games over 500 when he gets back, if they're nine games over, 11 games over, if they can figure, if no worse than like eight or nine games over 500 when he comes back, I'll figure it, they'll figure it out from there. So it's a three and four without him. Not good enough. They need to score more runs, but they've gone three and four without Rizzo doing anything, without Giancarlo Stanton doing anything. That has to change. And the pitching has been pretty good. Schmidt's kind of locked in. We just talked about her, uh, Domingo Herman. Like the the pitching has been good, you know the bullpen's pretty good. I mean, we're upset last night about, you know, you know they don't have the, you know he's he's going to Ramirez, he doesn't have the infield in, he does, you know we're all worried about like things like that, and I get it, but the fact of the matter is the offense stinks right now. The pitching hasn't given up more than three runs in this stretch. Like that has to be good enough to go better than three and four. So uh, against yeah, your I mean, rival, against your rival. So 
I'm I'm trying as as frustrating as last night was, and as as desperate as you know the offense is right now. I'm trying to take a step back. It's three and four in the seven games without him, and that's with the middle of the lineup and the guys who are paid millions of dollars to be the accessory to judge and be the guys who help the you know build this lineup doing absolutely nothing, and that has to change. So we'll go into a Mets series against a team that's floundering worse than us uh, against two pitchers who have been. You know, the the not only the the thing that's supposed to be the driving force with the Mets, they've been the absolute failure of the Mets. So you can't let Verlander and DeGrom, uh, DeGrom excuse me, you can't have Verlander and Scherzer get back to their old selves against you. You got to figure out a way to score some runs against those two guys. Yeah, Severino better figure it out. Yeah, yeah. So that's going to be a big star for Severino. So you got Cole and Sevy against Scherzer and Verlander, two prime matchups, even without the two best sluggers for their respective teams. So it should still be a, a fun couple of days. Yeah, misery loves company. So step right up and meet the Mets. Subway Series, yay. We'll be back Thursday <laughs> Can't with wait. another episode. Hopefully we split and don't lose two in City like we did to start last year. Subway Series, but it is what it is. For Keith McPherson and Chris McMonagle, K-Mac and C-Mac on BXB. Yeah. Tell a friend to tell a friend. We're back. That's all we've got. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching on Twitch as well. You'll hear us on WFAN. Have a good Monday and rest of your week.